Hi, I'd like to welcome you to our show. I'm your host, Praying Medic. We're talking about life as a child of God and all things related to his kingdom. Thanks for joining us. If you're a new listener to the show, you can find articles and books and other resources on my website, www.prayingmedic.com. Now let's jump into this week's show. So wanted to talk to you a little bit about what I think is going to happen with North Korea. So if you listen to the generals and you listen to the news commentators and the pundits, they'll tell you, ooh, it's looking kind of dicey. It's not very good. It's very tense. Um, all our options are, are, are ugly. We're, you know, no matter what we do, whether we do a preemptive strike, not a good option. Whether we let Kim Jong-un continue to build up his nuclear arsenal, not a good option. If we do this, not a good option. If we do that, it's a bad option. Like one of the, uh, I think he's the commander of the Joint Chiefs, literally said all of our options are crappy right now. We don't have any good options. (laughs) So if you listen to a lot of these experts and the generals and the pundits, they'll tell you, we're we're not in a good situation. It's not good. No matter what we do, it's not going to be good. All right. Most of you know that the reason we follow Adam Gingrich on Periscope is because he has good sources inside Washington. He can give us information that is reliable, that can kind of calm our nerves and put us at ease. So he has good sources on the political spectrum. All right. There are other perspectives. There are other perspectives we need to look at. And one of them is the prophetic perspective. What is God saying about all of this? I happen to be connected to a lot of people who are very prophetic. They have visions. They have angelic encounters. They have prophetic dreams about what's going to happen. I have some of them. And I'm connected to a lot of people who have good insight into what's going on spiritually. So I have been asking my sources, people that I'm connected to, if they have been having dreams or visions or angelic encounters or anything like that concerning North Korea. And it's interesting what I've been finding out. I have been, I've had my ear to the ground now for a few months on this North Korea thing. And I'm telling you, I've looked back at the experiences and the revelation people have had over the last five years, I can't see anything negative that has to do with North Korea. Everything that I have seen and heard, and I mean everything, all of the sources, well-respected, trusted people, some unknown people, have all said that God is going to do something really, really cool in North Korea. Some of the people have heard that God is going to unite North and South Korea, that that is his plan, and that he is going to bring North Korea and South Korea into unity as one nation. That is what God wants to do, and I personally believe that is what God is going to do. I think it's going to come to pass. Kim Clement prophesied that a few years ago. I just got a message from a friend this morning, just just a few minutes ago, really. He sent me a message. He said, hey, 
I was I was praying, and in the spirit, I saw this massive angel standing with one foot on Seoul, and one foot was on a, a volcanic mountain in North Korea. And I heard this angel speaking, and I heard the voice of God speaking, and he said that it is a key time, and he is going to bring together these two nations, North and South Korea, and that um, the, he is going to bring freedom to the people of North Korea. So if you know anything at all about North Korea, you know that the people there live in absolute poverty. They are under intense political oppression and tyranny. There is probably no place on earth where there's more intense political oppression and tyranny than in North Korea. Millions of people die there of starvation and abuse and neglect. It's a terrible place to live. Obviously, it is not God's desire that people in North Korea would be persecuted and starved and oppressed. God's will, his desire, is for them to prosper, to be healthy, to live in freedom. Okay, We know that that is God's will for North Korea, for the people of North Korea. He wants them to live in freedom, and he wants them to, to prosper and to be blessed. Now the question is, how is that going to happen? Right now, with, under Kim Jong-un and under this tyranny, it's very difficult for, for anyone to help them. Because Kim Jong-un has set up a situation where no one can really go into North Korea and help them. I mean, people from the West, uh, churches are send, trying to send missionaries there to help feed and clothe and take care of these people. But it's very hard to do that. It is such an oppressive regime. So God wants to change the situation in North Korea. And I believe that he has raised up Donald Trump as a way to bring freedom to North Korea. You may not see it that way. And a lot of people who are even Trump supporters may not understand that that's one of God's plans to, with Donald Trump. But I believe after listening to the dreams and the visions and the revelation that my friends have had, I believe that God has brought President Trump to this time in history. Because during his presidency, Donald Trump is going to have an opportunity to bring freedom to North Korea, where Obama and the Bushes and Clinton and Reagan, everybody else has failed to do it for whatever reason, various reasons. Some had noble intentions, good intentions, but they failed. There's been a, a lack of willingness to engage and take risks. A lack of willingness to take risks. And if there's one thing that you know about Donald Trump, you know that he is not afraid to take risks. All right, he's a billionaire real estate mogul. How do you get to be a billionaire real estate mogul? You take risks. You invest. You build. You use uh, strategic timing to bring things to pass that most people wouldn't have the guts to do. And Trump is a risk taker. And it may seem like his strategies right now are highly risky. And some people look at them and say, that's foolish, it's idiotic, what is he doing? The people that I know who are getting this revelation from God, they're seeing nothing but good things in all of this. They are seeing the people of North Korea set free, a lot of them leaving the country. 
They're seeing North and South Korea being united as one country. They are seeing um, God's grace and mercy poured out on Korea. They're seeing a, a lot of people are actually having dreams and visions where they're seeing the destruction of Kim Jong-un's circle of power. I, I do not think Kim Jong-un is going to be in power much longer. He is a paper tiger. I suspect that his generals want him gone, but they're waiting for the right opportunity to take to help uh, maybe have a political coup where they just get rid of him. I suspect that in the next in the very short term we're gonna see Kim Jong-un's little dictatorship collapse and there will be a power vacuum and at that point if the leaders of the military are smart, they will realize this is an opportunity to step into a new type of government for North Korea that can bring freedom to them and where they can move into a, a kind of government that is more in keeping with the rest of the rest of the world. It's just, I mean, North Korea is so out of step with every other nation in the world. I think this is, a, is an amazing opportunity for... God to move decisively in North Korea. This is a great opportunity for God to show himself strong through a president like Donald Trump, where he can, if Trump plays his cards right, and I think he will, he has used diplomacy and negotiation. We know Trump is a negotiator, but like he said in that video that was from 18 years ago, his whole thing was, look, at some point you have to disarm and you have to take out the strength of your opponent. And it's better to do it sooner than to do it later after he's had a chance to use it against you. So I think Trump is going to act quickly, decisively. This is not going to drag out very long. I do not. This is going to be over quickly. The president is escalating the situation because he wants to force Kim Jong-un and China. We know that North Korea is a proxy for China. And he wants to get President Xi of China and Kim Jong-un to, he wants to put them in a position where they're forced to make a, a very bold radical move that's going to show what they're going to, what they're going to do. And the president does not want this drag. This has dragged out for decades already. It needs to come to an end. It needs, we need a sudden shift. And that is what is going to happen, I think. Trump is not going to let this thing fester. It's going to happen quickly. And I do not believe that it's going to end in nuclear war. So the fears of nuclear war, put that out of your mind. I don't see that happening. I don't believe it's going to happen. Uh, the prophetic people that I know who are having revelation from God about this, none of them have seen nuclear war. None of them have seen the end of the world or any widespread destruction. I think we can... I think we can probably, um, number one, I don't think we need to worry too much about that. Number two, we can certainly pray that that does not happen. And I, I, I don't, I don't see this as happening as like into some big nuclear exchange. I think that Kim Jong-un is a lot of talk and I think his talking days are numbered. Just like the hand that appeared on the wall. Uh, it told Nebuchadnezzar, many, many tekel aparshim, you've been weighed in the balance and you've been found lacking and your days are numbered and you are going down. And Darius the Mede came 
in, took out Nebuchadnezzar's kingdom, and he was done in a, in a, in a night. They snuck, they broke through the gate of the walled city, and they took down uh, the kingdom, and in one night it was it was over. So I think as as quickly as this thing has blown up, it's going to be resolved. I don't think it's going to be a long drawn out situation. I don't see nuclear exchange. I don't see a long drawn out ground war. I, I believe what we're going to see is a very quick, very decisive move in. Kim Jong-un's little dictatorship collapses. Peacekeeping forces come in, restore peace, feed the people. Freedom comes to North Korea. Maybe they get united with South Korea. I think it's all going to be resolved rather quickly. I think it'll be a positive outcome. And I don't think we need to worry about nuclear exchange. That is what I see happening. And I, and I, I believe that is what God wants to happen. And we can affect that if we will pray in accordance to what God wants to do. And, you know, as far as the book of Revelation goes and the end times, there are a lot of different views on eschatology and the end times. Some people believe it's all going to, the earth is just going to continue to get worse and worse and uh, it's going to be more wars and more famine. Um, I don't see that happening. There's good reason to believe that a lot of the things in Revelation have already come to pass. And there's also, if you if you just look at history over the last 50 years, we're living in one of the greatest times of peace in the history of the world. Since the end of World War II, violence and death from war has been on a steady, dramatic decline ever since the end of World War II. If you look historically at death from plague, from war, from all different sources, we're living in a time of relative peace the last 75 years. Now, a lot of people will tell you, especially preachers who are you know, fire and brimstone preachers, will tell you that the end is near and we better repent because God is pissed off and he's going to destroy America and he's going to destroy the world. Well, that is a bunch of bull. God is not pissed off at the world. America has not turned its back on God and God is not in a season where he is judging America or the world. We live in a season where God is not holding our sins against us. We live in a time where love and the knowledge of God and his kingdom is spreading through the world at a faster pace than any time in history. And I believe things are only going to get better, not worse. And history is proving that. You look historically, things are getting better. They're not getting worse. You are entitled to disagree with me. And I'm not going to argue. I'm just going to share, share my views. And I believe our president... Donald J. Trump is the man who is going to help bring God's plan for peace in the world to pass. A lot of people thought when we sent the Tomahawks into Syria, oh no, he's going to go in and occupy Syria. It didn't happen. A lot of people think, oh, we're going to go into uh, Afghanistan and we're going to occupy and we'll put more troops in there. We've been in Afghanistan forever. I don't think it's going to happen. I think you're going to see Trump has already shown he is not interested in following the same policies of Bush and Obama in Afghanistan. <clears throat> They've had a lot of discussions with the generals and the Joint Chiefs, and Trump has not been willing to take any, Right, McMaster has been telling them, hey, we need more troops. And all the generals, hey, we need more troops in Afghanistan. And Trump was like, no. Uh, until we have a plan to draw things down, until we have a strategic plan that is going to get us out of Afghanistan, we're not putting more troops over there. I do not think Trump is going to continue the regime change and occupy 
policies of the last 25 or 30 years. Trump thinks differently. He is a different animal. He is not a politician. And he is not a puppet of the deep state. And all of that military occupation stuff is all State Department, CIA, deep state operations. And Trump is having none of that. It may be true that there are some deep state people in the Trump's circle of influence, but they have very little influence over the president. He, he doesn't go along with their policies. They can say whatever they want, and they're really not able to influence him a whole lot. When Trump decides he's not going to do something, he's not going to do something. His comments about North Korea, you know, if Kim Jong-un challenges us, he is going to be met with fury and fire. That shocked everybody in Trump's circle. The generals didn't see it coming. The National Security Council didn't see it coming. Nobody in Trump's circle saw that coming. They didn't expect it. They were like, whoa, where did this come from? <laughs> because, because Trump is not a puppet of the deep state. He is not beholden to the generals and what they think. The generals are going to have to fall in line with Trump. Tillerson is going to have to fall in line with what the president wants to do. Not the other way around. Trump doesn't take orders from anyone. He is, he is a free radical. <laughs> he is a free thinker. And he is not going to listen to these guys who want him to, you know, just fall in line and do what all the other presidents have done for the last 25 years. Ain't going to happen. It's not going to happen. I, I think we have um, good reason to be optimistic. I don't think we're going to be you know, doing this regime change nonsense with all these, with Afghanistan and Syria, when Kim Jong-un's regime collapses, I think very quickly something could be worked out through the UN and through diplomacy where South Korea could come in and maybe help put in a, a real democratic government. Like I said, I'm very, I'm very optimistic about this. I do not think we have any reason to be afraid or fearful or anxious I certainly don't see nuclear war coming down the road. And he's got a lot of people praying for him. He has a lot of leaders in his circle of uh, friends in his sphere of influence. Uh, pastors of churches who are praying for him, who are giving him prophetic insights, who are giving him good counsel. And I think that's why Trump is making good decisions. Whether or not the National Security Council, the people in the deep state are giving him good advice or not, I can't say. That's not my realm. But I think from a spiritual perspective, the leaders, the pastors that are surrounding Trump are giving him good prophetic, good godly wisdom and insights into how he needs to conduct himself. So he has that going for him, you know, even if he doesn't have everything else going. And he is he does have great instincts. He reads people. He makes good decisions. He's very instinctual, like... Uh, Sebastian Gorka said he's the most instinctive man I've ever met in my life. And Sebastian also said he's the most patriotic man I've ever met in my life. So I think, I think we can be optimistic. I think there's good reason to believe that the future is good. Don't need to worry about uh, nuclear war. What you might do is keep the president and his staff in prayer. Keep North Korea in prayer. Remember that if you are a believer, you have been given authority from God. We have been given dominion, rulership, to reign over the affairs of the earth. We don't have to beg and scream and holler for God to do something. We can make declarations and we can bring things to pass. And that is what we need to be doing as 
mature sons and daughters of God. Um, taking our place, this one guy, uh, I was telling you about his message. He said, when he saw this angel with one foot on Seoul, South Korea, and the other foot on a mountain in North Korea, he said, I knew that this was because mature sons and daughters of God had taken their places in the heavenly places, and they had deposed and dethroned this principality that was over North Korea. And that was what brought the change to North Korea, was us waging warfare from our proper place in heaven and dethroning principalities and powers. And that is what God is waiting for us to do. The entire creation is groaning and waiting for the sons of God to manifest our authority and to take our places in the heavens and dethrone these demonic principalities and powers over the different places of the earth. And then we are supposed to take our rightful place of authority and we are supposed to legislate God's government from those places. That is what we're supposed to be doing. Not begging and screaming and hollering for God to fix things. He has given us authority. Jesus said, all authority under heaven and earth has been given to me. And he told his disciples, I give you authority over all the power of the enemy. We have greater authority than they have. We don't exercise it. And we need to start exercising the authority that God has given us. All right. You guys, I'm going to get going. Be cool. Keep in prayer. Love you guys. Pray for the president. Well, folks, that is our show for today. I hope you enjoyed it. Thanks for dropping by. If you're new to the podcast and you haven't been to my website, you might drop by and check out the articles I have there. If you have any questions or comments about the show, you can contact me at admin at prayingmedic.com. That's A-D-M-I-N at prayingmedic.com. You can also contact me on Facebook and Twitter. I'd like to thank you again for dropping by. I hope you enjoyed the show.